Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, let's hang out. I'm excited to talk to you today. We often, as moms, need to tackle all kinds of situations, right? And events and all around just craziness that happens every day. So how do we deal with the unexpected? In this episode, we're going to walk through five steps to tackle anything. Sound fun? These are the exact steps that I use almost every day to kind of move through my day without feeling overwhelmed or chaotic. And it brings me a little bit more peace, I've found, if I'm able to use these five steps to just tackle anything. I have more peace, as I said, even when things change and life seems crazy and our plans need to flex and do different things, right? So I want to talk with you today and help you walk through these five steps to tackle anything. It's going to be really fun. I can't wait to dive in. So grab that notebook and a pen. Maybe you have your favorite beverage since it's a little colder. Maybe you'll have something warm like some tea or as my favorite, a peppermint mocha. I have to say like a warm peppermint mocha kind of coffee drink. Oh, it's the best. Anyways, so I digress, but let's jump on in. Just a reminder, we're celebrating our 300th episode. So last week was episode 300. I'm super excited. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. It was so fun just to get to episode 300. I would love to offer a huge prize just for as a big thank you. So as a prize, I'm offering a one-on-one coaching session. I know, super fun. We'll walk through your week and any roadblocks that might be taking up too much of your time and slowing you down. And so I'm super excited to just work with you one-on-one and figure out how I can help you manage your week so that you can have the best week ever and be able to kind of repeat it. What kind of things are slowing you down and are difficult that you need a little bit of help to walk through. So not only am I offering one, but I'm offering three 30 minute coaching sessions, totally free. 
One way to enter is there's actually three. So you can leave a review for the show. You can follow the show or you can share it with a friend. Now, any of those three items, action steps, will get you a chance to be entered into our drawing. Yay! And so with those three, whichever step you take, you can do all three, you can do one or two, but just take a screenshot of it and send it to contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T, at birdmichelle.com, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com, and shoot it over to me. The contest ends tomorrow, so send it over quick. And I am super excited to pick three winners. It'll be fun. I'm excited to work with you and just connect. And it's super easy to enter. So with that said, we are going to jump back into what we're talking about. Five steps to tackle anything. Oh, from the time my kids were little till now, really all the times, all the times, the times in between, all the times. I've had to be flexible. And you probably know too, as a mom, flexibility is key. Just like Elastigirl, right? <laughs> I know you wonder why Disney created the mom in The Incredibles to be Elastigirl. But really, we all know the truth, right? We all know that moms need to be super flexible and still manage all the things and take care of all the people, right? I know, especially when my kids were little, we would move from plan A to plan 425 in five minutes. As a mom, you'd have, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is our morning routine. This is how our day is going to kind of start out. Before you knew it, like somebody had peed all over the floor or taken out a giant pile of something and somebody else was running around and somebody got injured and, you know, all the things. So I found that with working with my little ones, that duct tape or a snack or a nap could usually fix any situation. My car was always packed with just-in-case items, extra diapers, extra wipes, extra clothes, maybe a couple towels, some toys, some snacks, some water, all the things, right? But now it's really no different besides the diapers, right? (laughs) But I've found that I still need to be super flexible in managing all the things and the kids and all the stuff that kind of comes your way as a mom. And definitely snacks help too. Snacks are immensely important. I think we forget how much sometimes we're just hangry and we just need a snack. Whether it's my kids getting home from school and just need a little bit of a snack to change their attitude or whether it's me, maybe I haven't eaten lunch or maybe I'm racing from thing to thing and a snack really helps. So do not underestimate the power of a snack. All right, grab that notebook, as I said, and maybe a yummy drink, caffeinated, of course, if you need that, as we all do, but grab that and we are going to dive in. If you're listening, you know, doing chores, laundry, driving, you might want to replay these if you don't get all the information, but these are the five steps to tackle anything. Number one, plan and anticipate. Have a goal in mind. 
So for example, when you're managing your workload as a mom or an entrepreneur, you're using task mapping software probably to help you kind of manage your workload and what kind of things you're trying to get done, tasks you're getting done for your business during the day, right? And you'll also want to kind of build out rhythms and routines of your day, morning, midday, evening, bedtime, kind of have a plan where that's a typical, this is usually what we do. And that will help you free up kind of brain space, as well as not have to worry about those parts of the day, like plan A, this is just kind of how our morning goes, right? This is our routine. That's why we have routines and systems in place so that It saves time. It saves brain power. You're not trying to think about the next thing to do, but you're kind of moving through those. So this is typical of just have a plan and anticipate, have a rhythm, have a plan throughout your day. Those rhythms and routines, morning routine, midday routine, evening, bedtime routine, that kind of thing. But also to have a game plan for events or off schedule things. Now for this, you want to kind of talk through with your spouse, maybe taking two cars to an event so that if some kids are tired or it's just not going to go well, that they can come home. (laughs) I have several introverts in my family. And so social things, I just know that they're not going to be able to last as long as myself or my other little extrovert. And so Sometimes they're just ready to go home earlier, or sometimes one child wants to stay or needs to stay and the others are ready. So just kind of planning ahead and thinking about, okay, how can we make this work for our family? Do we have to be there right on time? Can we come a little later? What do we have going on before that? That kind of thing. So just kind of plan ahead and anticipate. Number two, is be flexible and execute. So as you're executing your plans, as you're starting your plans, you're starting your day, know that at any point things may change. And as moms, I think we kind of know this inherently, right? You might be sitting at a carpool line for half an hour and uh, that might take a little longer than you're expecting. You might be running out of milk or some other grocery item and need to make an emergency run to the store. Maybe you forgot that your child needs a basketball uniform washed by tomorrow. That I have my hand up for that one. Maybe you are at an event and it's just not working. So what kind of things do you do? How are you able to be flexible and still kind of execute your plans? Now, one main key of this step is not to get upset, to just know that plans will change and to change with them. So as your day is being dumped upside down and disrupted, think about, okay, take a deep breath. How can you move and be flexible with these new plans? Are you going to be late to an event? Are you going to be late to a dentist appointment because you were in the car line for an extra half an hour, call them, say, I'm on my way, flex with those plans. Take a deep breath, I think is key. So number one, we had plan and anticipate. So you have your plan, plan A, kind of your morning routines or your midday routines, kind of what your day typically looks like. And you're anticipating extra social events and things like that, that you might need a little bit 
more negotiation through. So you're planning and you're anticipating kind of roadblocks that are coming up. And number two, you're flexible as you move through those plans and you execute those plans. Number three, this is really key, is to add margin into those plans. Now, as margin, I just mean space. That might be planning extra time. That might mean not putting activities right next to each other. So planning out a little downtime in between them. That might be planning out what you can just to give yourself a little added margin. I know our whole mood changes, at least mine does, when I'm not racing to drive somewhere uh, late When I have extra time to drive there, I'm much nicer to the people that I'm driving around and I'm much nicer to my kids in the car. I'm not screaming and yelling. Why didn't you already have your shoes? What do you mean you forgot your backpack? Do we have to go back and get your lunch? And everything seems more chaotic and more up in the air and frustrating. I think if you have more time and you build in that time, you know that it's only going to take you 15 minutes to school, but you build in 30 minutes. It just allows you to take a deep breath and gives you that margin that you need in your day. As I said, this might be extra time getting to school. Maybe it's extra time getting something done. Maybe it's stuff that you're trying to get done early or all the things, right? So just plan in some extra time to your day, planning a little bit of margin. Also, as I mentioned, I realize more and more that snacks can be super helpful and make us much nicer to one another. So build in a little extra margin, always have a little bit of snacks in your car and some water. So when you're making plans, when you're moving from thing to thing, have a little bit of margin. For example, when, as I said, when my kiddos get home from school, they're super tired. So maybe they like had a little downtime in the car, took a little breather, laughed, told me about their day a little. We kind of do some fun things in the car on the way home. We typically do what's called sparkle farkle. And it's just fun to say, but it's what it, basically what are your highs and lows? What was the best thing that happened today? What was the worst thing? So we also do it with our carpool people who um, now are, are not shy anymore, but we typically like just talk about funny things that might've happened during the day or funny things that we see as we're driving or all kinds of crazy things. So it just helps to lighten the mood and just to kind of have fun as we're driving back. And then as we get home, everybody like takes a deep breath and has a snack. And we try to build in margin between having a snack, doing homework, taking a deep breath from school, and then, you know, jumping into the rest of our evening routine. So building in margin, building in snacks and some water is super helpful. It will allow you to tackle anything that comes your way. So Number one was to plan and anticipate. Number two is to be flexible in your plans and to execute them, but to be flexible knowing that things are going to change and to change with them. Don't get frustrated. Number three is to add margin into your plans, making sure you have some time in between events and things and that you bring snacks and water with you. 
Number four is to circle back. Now this one, circle back, we just mean get yourself back on track of your original plans. Just a nice restart. Hit that restart button. So number one, we had those plans that you're like anticipating like, okay, this is how we're going to go to this party and this is what's going to happen and so forth. We're taking two cars in case things happen. Then you're flexible with the plans as far as one child is clearly done and needs to go home and is finished. Then you're able to take that other kid home. Or maybe it's just you with those kids and you have to decide, okay, we're going to stay for a few more minutes and then we're going to go, but you're flexible with them, right? Circling back is just to get yourself back on track, back on that original track that you were on, those original plans. And that usually involves a nice little restart. Now, sometimes we need to stop. This usually happens whether we are driving or maybe we're talking or having a conversation and it's getting heated and we decide we need to just stop and take a deep breath. We oftentimes also need to pray and possibly apologize to one another. And then we're able to kind of continue on our way. But this one is just to kind of circle back and to have a restart. I know this often happens when we just get really frustrated at each other. This happens where we just need to circle back. We had one plan and then things weren't going that way and we had to be flexible. (laughs) Even if we did build in margin, sometimes we're frustrated already and so we need to circle back. And number five is to celebrate the small wins and plan what you could do better next time. So this might be, we were able to get home from school and everybody's able to take a deep breath today this afternoon. Nobody has sports or anything else. This might be, we made it through today, or we made it through this difficult event, or we made it through this afternoon, or we made it to dinner time, or those kind of things. So plan, okay, we had kind of a rough start, or we were at this party and it really didn't go well. Next time, maybe we should take two cars, or maybe next time we should just not go to this party because it was a little too much, or maybe this event was a little too much. So kind of plan and take a little step back, celebrate your small wins and figure out kind of what you could do better. Think about maybe the logistics and realizing why the plan didn't work, what kind of things you might need to change. As I said, saying no to things in the future, maybe you needed to create some more margin or some more space between events so that you weren't racing to the next event and you had a few minutes to just settle. I know sometimes we have made mistakes of like going places where we didn't need to, or we could have made it so much easier on ourselves if we just thought about it logically. One example is just recently my son was at a basketball game and it started really early in the day. And so I picked up my youngest one and we raced off and the basketball game was about half an hour away. So by the time we got there, the basketball game was already halfway over. And so then we drove around trying to find the gymnasium where we could see the rest of the basketball game. And it took us so long driving around that we missed the entire basketball game. 
And not only did we miss the entire basketball game, but then we were going to connect with my son to pick him up and take him home. And the rest of the team already left and took off on the bus to go back to school. And so we were going to connect with him and it took us another half an hour of driving around the school. It's a very large campus, about 64 acres. And so it took us another half an hour to actually connect and find each other. It was super frustrating because his cell phone didn't really work. And so I couldn't tell where he was and he didn't know where we were. And we were driving around on the, in the car trying to find where he was. So it was very frustrating and took a very long time. But in retrospect, looking back, we could have realized, okay, his game's at three o'clock. I have to pick up the other child at three o'clock. By the time we even get over there, it'll be 3.30, 3.40. So maybe we'll see about 20 minutes of the game. And then just to think, is that really worth it? I know I want to be at all of his basketball games, but logistically, is this really worth it? Or should we have him just come back on the bus and we'll just meet him at school and pick him up like normal? (laughs) The craziness. So looking back, we should have just not tried to make it all work. So that's kind of what I mean by celebrating the small wins. We celebrated, we finally found each other and um, we were able to find a landmark of a giant snowman and then both go to the giant snowman and meet up. But it was a very chaotic end of the day, I have to say, when we, nobody had any more energy left. So in retrospect, it would have been much better just to skip the game, to wish him good luck and see him back at school. So things like that, just, I think you may not know, maybe you have the best intentions and something goes wrong, right? And that's kind of inevitable. And that's what I'm saying. You just need to be flexible with anything. So With that, we just made it fun. We kind of lightened the mood by making funny jokes afterwards and talking through things and laughing at the fact that we were both super stressed out at trying to find one another. And it just changes the whole journey if you just make it fun at the end. No matter what you're going through, no matter how you have to be flexible, I think The key ingredient to all five of these steps is humor and to make it fun, whatever situation you might be in. And it definitely moves it from craptastic times to an adventure. I'm like, we're just gonna see what happens today. I was not expecting it to take me half an hour to try to find you or find the gym, but there we go. And we got to see a lot more of the campus this way or however it was. For that evening, we were all super tired and kind of like mentally drained because we couldn't find each other for so long. And we had to drive in extra traffic to get home. So by the time we got home, we just crashed and decided, you know what? We just want to watch something really funny on TV. We don't usually watch TV during the week. We try to at least minimize it. And so let's just have some dinner Let's just relax and watch something funny. And so that kind of brought everybody's mood back together. And we are all able to like, just kind of reset and have a good evening after all. 
So I hope these five steps have helped and maybe given you some new ways that you can tackle anything. And I think especially as moms, this is key. So number one was to plan and anticipate. Have a plan, anticipate any roadblocks that you can. Number two is to start executing that plan, but to be flexible and know that those plans are going to change. Just hold them loosely in your hand. Number three is to make sure you have added margin into those plans and snacks so that if things do go awry, which they probably will, that you're able to kind of flex and move with them. And it's not a big deal. You have 15, 20 extra minutes to get to your kid's school. You're not stressed out about traffic. You have the margin in your time and your mental capacity to deal with things that just come along. Number four is to kind of circle back, do a little restart and get yourself back on track, back on those original plans if you can. Number five is to celebrate the small wins, plan what you could do better next time, and definitely add a pinch of humor. If you add humor into all of these five steps, it's just a game changer. It just lightens the mood. It just makes everybody a little bit happier. And the more you can say something funny, or we love quoting funny things, or just have fun. And I think it could just change the entire mood and just lighten your day, no matter what you might be going through. Being a mom and managing all the things can be crazy. It requires so much energy and mental fortitude. So it is just my prayer today that these five steps we've kind of talked through will help you be able to tackle anything that comes your way. Whether your kiddos are really small and you have to pivot a whole lot every day, every five minutes, or whether your kids are a bit bigger and you still need to pivot and change things up and your plans still are not the same. Now, remember, we're celebrating our 300th episode that happened last week. And as a celebration, we're doing the contest. You can win a free 30-minute personal one-on-one coaching session with me. We'll work through all those roadblocks and things that are in your week that upend your entire week, shall we say. Like, this is just not working for me, and I don't understand why, and kind of working through those things. So I'm super excited to connect with you and help you out. Remember the three ways that you can enter to win are you can share this episode with a friend, you can subscribe to the podcast, or you can leave a review. So go ahead. Any of those three are amazing, magical, and wonderful. So if you do one of those tasks or all three, just take a screenshot of it and send it to contact at birdmichelle.com, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com. Now, as I said, the contest ends tomorrow. So get those emails in. I also want to mention, stay tuned for some more fun surprises that are coming your way. I want you to make sure that you're signed up for our weekly emails. Now, I have to say, I treat my email subscribers really well. They're always the first to know about anything that 
is coming down the pipe, anything that is a fun event or maybe surprises coming up, they are always the first to know. And also there's no spamming or any kind of craziness like that. Your email is just used to give you words of encouragement and to just give you the insider information that other people might not have. And even things I don't mention on the podcast. So if you are not already on my email list, let's get connected. You can go to my website and kind of scroll all the way down. There's also a page that you can just click on that says connect with me. And there you can shoot me an email right straight through my website, or you can just contact me at contact, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at birdmichelle.com. Super easy. So I am super excited to connect with you. Don't forget about the contest that's happening and definitely sign up for the email list because there's some really fun things coming your way. All right. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 